Hey everyone, this is Anders MMG and the Anders MMG podcast, named after me. Anyway, been a while since I've recorded an episode. I'm back though. I considered for a bit just stopping the podcast actually, just because I've actually started a new podcast with my sister that is completely different from this. So, but for now, I think I'm actually just gonna do both. So that'll be fun. We'll see how that goes. How it will be. We will see. Anyway, so today some stuff I guess. I'm trying to. See what the best way to do this is still episodes, but we'll see how it goes. Anyway, so one of the new things I've discovered semi-recently is called Flutter. It's for creating Android and iOS outlets. Normally, to make an Android, Android Studio, sometimes you can use them, but Android Studio makes it the But basically, in the iOS apps, you use Xcode. But if you use Flutter, you can actually do both at once called Dart, which is actually a pretty cool language. I've been learning it. It's pretty similar to languages that I used and I like the dart and flip. Um, anyone who doesn't know, I've been working on Fuchsia, which is... At first, people speculated that it replaced Android. In my opinion, it's not, because Android is so well-developed, it's already out there, it's got all we need and stuff, so Google wouldn't... They're not even spending that much resources on Fuchsia. It looks pretty cool so far. It's probably going to be, like, a, possibly an IoT, like, Internet of Things, like, your smart home devices. They might start using Chromecasts and Google Home devices with screens. I don't know. We'll see how that ends up. But Flutter can make apps for Fuchsia as well. And Fuchsia can... It's supposed to be able to run apps as well as interesting or work, but not quite like an emulator. Part of the reason, um, well, I don't know if it's part of the reason, but Fuchsia is actually built on their own kernel. Instead of using the Linux kernel, which Android does, they built their own called Zircon, which is just, I guess, their own version of it, but it's not Linux. Which is also, that's what I was wondering. How would Fuchsia with Android apps if your kernel? Like, be a lot of problems. Who knows, maybe their kernel will do pretty much everything the Linux kernel. Not ever a good amount, enough apps on it. Which would be cool. I'd like to have something new to try soon. Uh, yeah, Flutter's, it's pretty nice. You code in Dart the entire app. It has really nice previewing, and it's really simple to plug in an Android device, and it just uses a instantly... It just connects to it and it instantly updates without refreshing the app. So say you start making an app, you go and then you try it on your phone. You go to a few pages like somewhere in the app and you're like, oh, that needs to be changed. You change it in the code and save it and instantly it'll change on your phone without just refreshing the app. It changes live so you don't have to have the app open and go back in like you'd have to do with Android apps. Go through the menus and go to what you were where you just changed and you would see it. That's one of the really cool flutter for apps. So I like to learn that more and maybe start making some apps. So, that'd be cool. Um, also, if you're interested, you can check out me and my sister's podcast that I mentioned. It's called Tuck and Boy. The and is an ampersand. So yeah, if you want to check that out, go ahead. You can go to tuckandboy.cf. Just search. Usually you'll be able to find it. Anyway, what else to talk about now? I didn't have a really strict plan for this episode. I just want to start doing this again. I gotta get... I started journaling, which... It's a good thing, because later... No matter what kind of lifestyle, you really should be in some way, whether it's, uh, some people do it like texting, text to a friend that's not, like, someone, somebody that exists, basically, they just text about it. or some, some text just a number that's been said to exist, or that's never checked or something, but I would guess that, and they'll still text. But the way I do it is actually, I use a program called Cherry Tree, which is one of my favorite programs quite a few things it's a it's like it's good for journaling a tree basically so i have a tree and there's one for every year so it'd be 2019 and then a child of that be february because it's february out of that is the date and you just 
it makes it easy to go through them and find them, which is really cool. But child, children, not child, children in trees and stuff, is, it's really useful. You can have like categories. So say you're building a game, you want to have a chair, you could build a cherry tree. It's kind of like a, but a completely different way. You could have a game, but then you have the different children for like the places in your people, the different items, all that stuff. And say you have a person, you have children in there for things, the different things the person would say, maybe the just general information about the player, and then maybe some stats and other stuff and different children. And then you could structure it however you want to. If you wanted to, you could have the game world. You could have like different areas as children. And then inside of those children, inside of those, information about the people, the items. And then outside of that, back in the, uh, the different places in the world, those ch children can also have for the items, buildings and containers and all of that stuff, all built in. Just it's really however you want to do. Uh, let's say you wanted to build building an app. I've used. So, let's say I'm building an app from scratch. If you do it without a tree, you basically, you start making the app, and you build all the different places and stuff, and you figure it out as you go. Front screen. Build a tree first, before building the app. So structure, kind of like a mind map. I actually prefer this, but you'd have your screens, and the elements in the screen, different text, all built in the, the tree, and, and change here. If you want to use them, change. Found works the best, and there's a Linux version, which I mainly use Linux. That's my, on my laptop. At work, I do use Linux, if I, but, we won't get in. Uh, yeah. There's a version for Windows. There's a version for Linux. There might be a Mac version. I'm not. I really wonder. I never use Mac, so I wouldn't know. It's whatever you want to do, really. Uh, so, yeah. It's been a pretty short episode, but if you like this podcast, go ahead and wherever you listen to the podcast, there should be a link to a survey. So, you can go and take that survey. Just I'm just asking, what, what kind of stuff do you want me to talk about? How should I structure it? Things like that. Just... Whatever you want. I don't have a preference for the, how to do it. Really. Like right now, I kind of just go back and forth on planning beforehand, and which sometimes I like reading it, but it's nice to have specific things to talk about because sometimes, or completely scripted, which that's one way to do it as well. I don't really put it, do it that way. I mean, I can. Like, I don't not prefer. That's just not the way that I prefer. But I mostly wing it, or at least having just small bullet points, basically. It's just whatever. So. If you need any, if you have any questions for me, or project ideas even, whatever, go ahead and contact me. You can email me at a-n-d-e-r-s-m-m-g at gmail.com. That's my main email address. Go ahead and email me there. I do, I do check it, so I'll see if you do email. Go ahead and let me know. Anyway, so that's it for today, and see you next time.